Hey everybody, I hope you guys are having a fantastic day. Wicked Sources, I'm your host Mike. Every week I bring you news info that could affect you. Today's video is covering a few things that I noticed here. One being how California uh, and its citizens were super excited about uh, recreationalizing cannabis and so they voted yes. The question becomes, why is it still a mess? of a situation and I've covered multiple stories about this the next one is talking about how Pfizer and this is very telling Pfizer entered into the cannabis game with a six and a half billion dollar purchase it was actually a little bit more but six and a half billion dollars and then finally another story pops up this time it's regarding children the synthetic cannabinoid or synthetic THC um, products are getting into the hands of kids had bought this, consumed it, and collapsed after consuming it. We're going to cover all of this and more. If you find some value, smash the like for the algos. Sub if you want to stick around. So as you see here, Californians overwhelmingly supported legalizing cannabis. So why is it still a mess by LA Times? Five years ago, voters overwhelmingly chose to legalize adult use of cannabis. Um, the passage of Proposition 64 was supposed to replace the state's vast illegal, quasi-legal medical cannabis market in which virtually anyone could get their hands on weed. With a tightly controlled system of safe products, tax sales, and regulated commerce. In recommending Proposition 64 to voters, the board argued that it's a better it's better for uh, public health for law and order and for society to treat cannabis more like alcohol and less like heroin as a legal regulated product for adults and backers of the initiative said it would create a controlled market that allowed adults access to safe regulated cannabis and overly taxed so the black market as of now is as big as ever with roughly 75% of cannabis sales in the state coming from unlicensed sellers. Illegal pot farms are still degrading sensitive environmental habitats. Um, untested and unregulated cannabis products, including edibles and oils, still flood the market. And the pledge to help communities dis uh, disadvantaged by the war on drugs is still a, pro uh, a work in progress. Um, at the very least, we have seen expungements of cannabis-related cases, so that's kind of a positive. The Proposition 64 fulfilled at least part of the proponent's mission. Adult use of cannabis has been decriminalized and normalized, and I mean, pretty much everywhere I, everywhere I go, um, there's the beautiful smell, the wonderful smell of cannabis in the air. It was always going to be a challenge transitioning to a regulated system on authorized and quasi-legal medical cannabis growers, manufacturers, and sellers operate in the state for years. Uh, an imperfect initiative, as it's written here, even before Election Day, there were tensions and contradictions baked into the proposition to appeal um, to appease local government and law enforcement groups, the initiative gave cities and counties the power to completely ban cannabis-related businesses in their jurisdictions. And it goes on and on. So in Southern California deserts, illegal 
cannabis plantations have stolen previous water supplies and trampled plants and wildlife. Environmental groups that backed 64 say they still don't know how cannabis tax revenue is being spent to repay environmental damage from illegal grows. And finally, can this market be saved? There's still time to fix the system to achieve the promise of this proposition. California can emerge from this cannabis mayhem by flipping the incentives. It's too easy and profitable to remain in the black market, and um, it's very expensive to join the legal one. By easing licensing procedures or reducing tax temporarily, um, ramping up enforcement and penalties for illegal operators, the state has a better chance of uh, fending off this um, issue over a period of time. I'm going to say this is a known issue, and we've talked a lot about it. It's insane, uh, but you know, here we are, several years later, and they're finally kind of waking up and realizing, wait a minute, if we make this too expensive for uh, for people who want to do it legally, then they're going to do it illegally. And obviously, I've talked about this too, if it's taxed in, uh, at insane rates, uh, consumers will seek it elsewhere. I mean, did they magically think everything was going to go back to normal um, and uh, when lockdowns were over? It's kind of silly, man. The next story is talking about the uh, Pfizer, I want to say, acquisition. Let's see what that's about. Pfizer enters medical cannabis industry. $6.7 billion cannabis bet. They're entering the industry after betting on a cannabis-based bowel disease treatment. The Biotechnology Corporation signed an agreement with Arena Pharmaceuticals, a clinical stage company, to acquire a total equity valued at roughly $6.5 billion. That's a huge bet. That's not small. Um, Pfizer will gain all shares at $100 per share via an all-cash deal per the agreement. Uh, Arena Pharmaceuticals has a pipeline dedicated to cannabis-based therapeutics. The Olinarab is an oral investigational full agonist for the cannabis type 2 receptor, according to the pharmaceutical company. The aim is to use the treatment to address patients with diseases of the stomach and intestine, but it is not authorized for service by any health authority, according to to the report. In quotes, they say the proposed acquisition of arenas uh, complements our capabilities and expertise in inflammation and immunology. A Pfizer innovation engine developing potential therapies for patients with debilitating immunoinflammatory diseases with a need for more effective treatment options. This is Mike Gladstone, global president of inflammation immunology at Pfizer. So I bring this up for the obvious reason. For years, it's been said no medical benefit whatsoever, and here we are finding medical benefits and looking at a company like Pfizer, who is massive, uh, taking a huge leap forward with a $6.7 billion all-cash deal. It's, uh, it's insane, but it's telling. It's telling us that things are ramping up and uh, companies are taking this seriously. And they're, they can smell the money. They can, they can sense that this is going to be huge, potentially even bigger than uh, what we all maybe anticipated. Uh, I say that based on the mere fact that the industry is said to be uh, approximately $25 billion annually. 
I guess that's maybe nationwide in all states that may have it uh, legal in some uh, in some fashion. But um, with the things that we're seeing on the sidelines that aren't always open and talked about, um, this could very well be into the hundreds of billions of dollars if it ends up in, uh, I want to say, products that pharmaceuticals are developing, um, over-the-counter products uh, that all of a sudden you might be able to find at Rite Aid and CVS, where previously they wouldn't have never carried anything cannabis-related. This is huge. I mean, we'll see where it'll all lead to, uh, but this is effectively, we are entering the commercialization of cannabis. Now, finally, this last story is covering this spice epidemic situation. Uh, Kids are getting their hands on these products. They're getting sick. Uh, In this specific article, the headline is saying children have collapsed after using these products. So, naturally... I'm curious as to what is going on. Before I continue with this last story, have you heard about GrassDoor.com? Why would you ever walk into a dispensary when you can have it come to you? This episode is partly brought to you by GrassDoor.com. If you want cannabis delivered fast, GrassDoor.com can get it done in 45 minutes or less with over 500 plus products, daily deals, and all your favorites like flour, pre-rolls, vapes, edibles, and concentrates, there is no better place to turn. Right now, you can save 25% on any order that's $30 and above if you use the coupon code ARK. That is all capital letters, A-R-K. Grassstore.com. Get your weed today. Okay, so this last story here. Children collapsing after vaping cannabis oil. Several school children have been hospitalized after vaping fake cannabis oil laced with spice. Uh, spice, if you don't remember, I did a story on this. It is a synthetic cannabinoid. Um, a report has been found with teachers saying they knew something was wrong when they saw kids were collapsing. As reported by the Manchester Evening News, researchers for the Greater Manchester Testing and Research on Emergent and New Drugs report were told how 10 milliliter bottles of e-liquid supposed to contain THC uh, were being sold on Snapchat for as little as $10, a fraction of the price of genuine cannabis oil products, which often sell for around $40 to $60. When two THC e-liquids connected to the hospitalizations of youngsters in Trafford and Bury were tested, neither contained any cannabis product. However, both were found to contain synthetic cannabinoids used to make spice. So, I'm assuming, because these are euros, 40 and 60 euros, Manchester is going to be in the UK, not in the US. Can you believe that this is a worldwide problem? According to the report, which was published this morning, one occasion saw three children rushed to the hospital by ambulance after collapsing. The school's head teacher told the report we have we had to have them blue lighted to hospital at the time. In quotes, they're saying So I knew when these kids were collapsing, I knew obviously something was wrong and I knew that they couldn't just be taking something that they thought they bought from a shop that supposedly had cannabis uh, in it or something like that. The report 
which also said a 15-year-old boy from Trafford was hospitalized, found that while cannabis vape usage among children was still low, the availability and use was expanding across greater Manchester. Well, there you have it. This spice problem, synthetic cannabinoid problem, is not just isolated here in the States. It is happening in the UK, possibly in other parts of the world, too. Um, This stuff is dangerous. you got to be careful. Uh, And education is the first and most important uh, step when we're talking about our kids. Um, I don't know how else to put it. What are you going to do? I'll catch you guys on the next one.